Today, we're gonna to be talking about 5G. Which carriers have it? Which kind does each carrier have? How fast is it really? And what does that mean for us? Thinking about business, thinking about starting ideas, the 250 making 250, let's get into it. Now, welcome to How to Build a Tenth Podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show, subscribing to the show. Do you see the new thumbnails on YouTube? Thank you for everyone who's been reaching out, helping me get suggestions on growing this Facebook, from Facebook, YouTube page. Really appreciate it. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com, put in HTBT in the memo field, and we will give you a 15-ounce mug. We'll give you tons of great content, and you'll be supporting us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life, including business, technology, the 5G, the 6G, the 100G, whenever that comes out. So we are going to be just uh, charging forward this year, and we'd love to have you with us. If you have any questions, comments, you can reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent, of course, the YouTube, youtube.com backslash how to build a tent. So let's get into it. All right, 5G. It can be really confusing. I, a lot of people don't know this about 5G, that there are three different kinds. That's right. 5G has three different kinds of versions, for lack of a better term. Some of them are slower than others. Some of them have limited range for how fast it's going to be. And different carriers have different amounts. And I guarantee you, all those carriers are not going to be telling you which 5G they have. Well, it may, they might in like the fine print, but when they advertise, it's going to be like the largest 5G network ever. Our 5G is the fastest rated ever by so-and-so, so-and-so. But really, who has the fastest 5G? And it's important for us to remember this, not because, you know, if you're on the beginning of the adoption curve before, you know, you're before the early adopters, you're the innovators, whatever it's called. It's the very beginning before you feel like you're even climbing up that curve. It's more important than just that because this is going to transform business. In fact, Intel says that $2.5 trillion is what this whole thing is worth. The 5G with three different kinds of technology is worth $2.5 trillion by 2035. That means that it's going to revolutionize our industries. That means that 5G is coming into your life in one of the three forms if you like it or not. So we might as well be thinking about it, not just from a consumer perspective, not just from an entertainment perspective, from video games, gaming, TV, streaming, all that stuff, but also from a business perspective and be thinking about this new frontier that's coming, this new technology. Well, for, I mean, really for all of most of us that aren't in this industry, it's not new technology. It's just better technology, right? We don't care the difference techno from a technology perspective between 3G, 4G, 4G, and 5G. We just want to know what it can do for us and how fast is fast. And see, like we were talking about before, there's three different kinds and eventually it will, you know, sync and work all well together. But there's the problem is there's not any device that works with all three different kinds of this 5G stuff. So let's go through and talk about AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint, which who knows if they might merge together. We'll see about that. And we're going to go through and who has what plans. So the best 5G there is, the millimeter wave high band or the MM wave high band 5G. T-Mobile, they have a little bit of it. AT&T and Verizon have it. And what? so how fast is 
how fast is the millimeter wave, the MM wave high band? It's about 10 times faster than LTE with extremely low latency, which for all of those of you who don't care about technology vocabulary, it just means individual messages are transmitted almost instantaneously. And the bad side, so there's always a downside, there's always a con. It is 10 times faster, this high millimeter wave 5G, but you have to be standing really, really close to a tower. So the companies like AT&T and Verizon, who have a numerous amount of towers, are going with this right away because they think that they can capitalize on, capitalize on it quickly. So Sprint, they have the mid-band 5G. So this is the second type of the 5Gs. And that's six times faster. I mean, six times faster is still really fast. And probably from a consumer perspective, well, I was going to say it probably doesn't matter as much to you. But everyone who always, I know, in like the history of Sprint being around, the history of it, everyone I've known who has said, I'm going to save money and go to Sprint. It's the same. They always regret it and they always are cursing at Sprint. Dropped calls, missed text messages, not being able to get connections. Um, it's really funny. The only person that is happy about going to Sprint is that Verizon wireless commercial dude who was a trader. He flipped to Sprint. That was a really good marketing move by Sprint. Um, but it has a smaller footprint than low band. Now, the lowest, the worst, the worst 5G, the low band 5G, it's about 20 times, 20% faster. Not 20 times, 20% faster than 4G. So, and that's T-Mobile predominantly, I guess AT&T might have some areas that has the low band and it's probably going to be eventually a mix. But like we said before, there's not one device that can use all five yet. So you're going to have to pick your poison, basically, with what the 5G device you have and which of the services that you want to use. And again, if you're an early adopter and you're a tech nerd, you're probably going to go high, the millimeter wave anyways. But also thinking about this from a business perspective, because consumers are not the only ones who use mobile services, but businesses do too. And so if you have a business or you are looking to start a business that is going to be leveraging this technology, I mean, there is an infinite amount of possibilities on how and what we can do with this as far as creating businesses, creating new markets, creating new niches to go into, creating new value propositions to target customers. We want to be going into this with at least a decent understanding we don't want to think that we're going to be at the cutting edge and coming out with this you know, new technology that's going to leverage 5G and then we're going to go with T-Mobile that's only 20% faster than 4G because another company is going to copy you and go with Verizon and get the 10 times faster and you're going to be obsolete before you even get started. And that's the seriousness of this and understanding who has what and what are the pros and cons of both. So I just want to give you a contrast because a lot of us are saying, oh, 10 times faster, six times faster. It's like a billion dollars. Like we get the number a billion dollars, but we don't really understand what the billion dollars is. Like we couldn't fathom how much a billion $20 bills are in our room. We couldn't, we couldn't imagine in our house. It would probably like fill up the house. It'd probably be going out the windows. I don't know. Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. So what does it mean to be 5G. So let's just take the example of the millimeter wave. 
5G. If you download a four gigabyte file, like a movie, and you might be able to download that in about five minutes on today's 4G if you have really good reception, five minutes. With the new 5G, again, the third or the highest tier, the best tier, they will, it will go from five minutes to about 30 seconds. But again, you have to be so close to the tower. In fact, you have to be about 80 feet from a tower to get those speeds. So there's going to be limitations to it. You're not going to get that. Even if you go with Verizon, I don't think they have a tower every 80 feet. Could you imagine just how ugly a neighborhood that would be with having a tower every 80 minute or 80 feet? But think about that. What used to be done in five minutes is going to be done in 30 seconds. We've got to take a break and talk about our wonderful sponsor today, Faithful Counseling. Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. As a Christian, you know that God is always there for you, but sometimes things in this life can feel downright overwhelming. <laughs> That's the truth. And it could be beneficial to speak with somebody who shares your faith and values. They have licensed professionals in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, grief. It's a great resource because you can access the 3,000 licensed therapists 24 hours a day through four different ways, text, chat, phone, and video, 24 hours. And it's an inexpensive, sometimes you might be able to qualify for financial aid. It's secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. And there's the times when you you know, you have these depressed feelings, these overwhelming anxieties where you uh, don't even want to get out of the house. You don't want to even get out of bed. So this is a great way that you can just pick up your phone and access it. Best of all, it's truly affordable. How to Build a Tent listeners get 10% off your first, first month with a discount code HTBT. Get started today. Faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. Faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. Simply fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs, and get matched to a counselor you'll love. That's faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. Now, I hope as we are changing our perspective, we are changing our mindset from just a consumer perspective, but to a business perspective, an entrepreneurial mindset, a side hustle mentality where we're not thinking, oh my gosh, I can get a movie downloaded between flights when I'm running through my connector through the airport. I can get my movie and I can download it. Oh, thank you. It's going to save me so much time and boredom. But think about it from a business perspective. What kind of data transfers could you have? What kind of communication from one device to another Internet of Things, the back end, maybe it's your phone tracking, maybe you are creating an app that can identify facial recognition of a customer that's walking into a store, bounce, bounce it off of your Facebook database, be able to pull up their information, their profile information, be able to see what they like, what they don't like, be able to display based on their facial recognition what are their interests, what colors they most like, what colors they most wear, who they're most likely with, what movies they have talked about, in an, an instant. In an instant. They talk about how this is the technology that is eventually or going to be the thing that makes self-driving cars possible because they're going to be able to interact with other databases, other cars, and make decisions in instants, in an instant. But it's going to go far beyond the high, high, you know, the high end 
cars and all of those things. For most of us, like I've talked about before in other shows, we have a certain amount of resources. We have a certain amount of experiences. We're not going to all build space stations and you know space companies and send people to Mars. But we could build apps. We could build retail stores. We could build restaurants. What if you could have a restaurant that someone doesn't even have to order the food in or wait in line? It's just automatically picking up what they've liked, what they favorited before. It's already on the app and they just pick it up and they already have the kitchen working on it in the back end. They're already creating the orders when you're just instantaneous things like this could be happening. The, the, it's seriously, I can't even fathom of all the things. When you think about an industry that's going to be $10 trillion of increased value, you're thinking of time saved from commuting. You're thinking of productivity from connected cars. Like what if traffic goes away? Could you imagine if we no longer are driving and not only of the productive productivity of how we get or what we do while we're not driving, being able to work and things like that. But being able to reduce your traffic time because there's no more traffic jams because the cars are going to be perfectly driving together. Hopefully perfectly or we're going to have some accidents. But just the time you're going to be saving and being able to do other things. And all of the different devices and applications are coming out. I mean, let me just tell you this. I have a smart house and I have a smart car. So that means that I can tell Google to start my car. I can tell Google to open my garage door. So I could be in my bedroom thinking I'm going to be leaving in five minutes and say something to Google like, hey, start my car, open the garage door. And by the time I get there, it's ready to go. I can just step in and go. And then my location services will have the garage door shut. And this is just the tip of with 4G. This is with Wi-Fi. Well, I mean, I don't know. I maybe I might have more than 4G from my Wi-Fi perspective. 5G, I think 5G is technically a... a um, a thousand gigs. And I, so I think I have like 700 or whatever, but just already now things are connected. I can tell Google to turn my lights on, turn my TV on, turn it to a channel, turn it to Sirius XM, turn, turn it to Spotify. But what's going to be really great about this 5g is not no, it's not going to be only me telling these devices what to do, but these devices are going to be instantaneously being able to react to me, react to my voice, react to what time it is. And be pulling other databases and other sources and bringing it back and making decisions instantly where I'm not even going to notice a lag or notice a delay. And today with these technologies, you can notice a delay. There's a processing time. But it's going to be more and more like artificial intelligence as we get through. And it's going to be really exciting. But we need to be thinking about what kind of businesses and what kind of new opportunities is this going to be able to leverage for us. Another thing I want to talk about with Verizon just as right now, it is the most less confusing one because it is just going to have the highest millimeter wave networks. They're in 27 markets right now, and they're coming out with seven more. So they're basically like the first mover from what I understand. They are the first ones to be rolling out 5G. But this is the catch, and there's always a catch. Not only do you have to be close to cell towers, but you're going to be paying more. Now, there's an initiation fee, I believe, or not an initiation fee, a promotion, I should say, that when you get a 5G phone, because you need a 5G phone, that you're going to get a certain amount of time where you don't have to pay for it. But after that, it's going to be an extra $10 a month for so a lot, you know, a lot of us, $10 an extra month for 10 times as much, um, speed that that might be worth it. 
That might be worth it. I mean, it would be worth it to me. It depending on the towers. Again, that's an interesting thing. So what is going to happen when you have to be within 80 feet of the tower? So I'm going to be really interested to try it out. I Maybe Verizon will send me a 5G phone, wink, wink. Uh, and I'll test it out and see what you do. But this is the thing. So as we are in the 250 making 250, for those of you who have not heard it before, my goal for this year is to get 250 individuals and families to start a business with the simple, easy, attainable goal of making $250 in revenue. So that's not even including cost. That's just revenue. I'm not talking about profit. I'm talking about revenue. I want 250 families and individuals to start a side hustle, to start a business, this isn't going to take over your life. You're not going to get rich in a moment. You're not going to be like on CNN or the Wall Street launching your publicly traded company in the next two years, but just simply starting a simple, basic company that makes $250 a month in revenue, just so you can get comfortable and get into the motions. Now, it might not be leveraging these 5G things, but it might. You may have the ability, you might have the programming skills to build this yourself. And maybe the business aspect is what's intimidating for you, but actually building these apps, using 5G to leverage, maybe you have a great idea. Maybe you understand this 5G more than I do. And you're like, Matt, you are saying things that are not really correct. You don't know what you're talking about. I think, I think I'm saying the things that are correct, but you might know it at a higher technical level. And the intimidating part is, do I file as a corporation or an LLC? How do I market it? How do I find a target customer? And that's what we're going to be working on through this. But you're, you have the skills to do it. So just start doing those things. You, you understand, and this is the part of the year where we should be thinking about what skills do I have, what resources do I have, and what problem can I solve with my resources, with my expertise? And then it's going to be, okay, so how do I do the first step of pricing it out? How much cost is there going to be? How much money do I need to make this work? How little can I get by? Do I need to find workers? Do I need to find investors? What kind of marketing am I going to do? How am I going to produce this? How am I going to deliver it? What is going to my process going to be? And we'll get into that. And it's just a slow step. Again, $250 a month. That's the goal. I'm not saying you have to do that the first month even. You don't have to do it the second month. Hopefully we can get there by the end of the quarter. I mean, if you sell a $25 product, a $25 item, that's 10 sales a month. That's it. If you sell a online training on 5G and you charge $5.99, like that's nothing. How many, how many people do you need for a, you know, $5 a sale? Not much, not much. And for those of you who think I can't do math, that's 50. I can do math. I got an MBA. All right. So that's 5G. Those are the breakdown of the carriers and what they have. And hopefully it gives you a little more understanding about the power, the re- how this is going to revolutionize the industry, the opportunity, the $10 trillion opportunity. Start thinking about those ideas. Start thinking about what you can do using your resources. Maybe it has to do with 5G. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's a simple catering company. Maybe it's a simple house cleaning company, a gardening company. All of those things count. All of those things count. It's just the importance of starting. Let's go out, be successful. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.